Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that are listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick, pediatric doctor turned weight loss coach. I help busy, ambitious mums overcome the frustration of not losing weight. I teach them to eat and live healthily, to look after themselves and feel fit and fabulous. If you want to lose weight by eating healthily, I invite you to sign up for my free roadmap, three easy steps to weight loss for busy mums. Just go to my website, drorlina.com, that's dr O-R-L-E-N-A dot com and you'll find it on the homepage and in the sidebar. If you're interested in working with me as a weight loss coach, you can find out more and book a chat by going to the coaching tab. I also have a healthy recipe service, My Kitchen Miracles, that I created for my clients and have now opened up for everyone. Healthy recipes that will support your weight loss goals and provide your family with healthy, tasty foods. You can find out more in the My Kitchen Miracles tab. Good morning, wonderful people. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina, weight loss coach. Today, I want to tell you a few stories. We are going to be thinking about making changes and mindset. So as I've mentioned, I'm a weight loss coach. And what that involves is working with people one-on-one to help them realize their goals. So lots of people think, oh, I can't lose weight or I need help losing weight. And that's what I do. I help people lose weight. And what happens is we start off at the beginning and we sit down and we think about nutrition and how this is going to work. I create what we call a nutritional blueprint, which is something that uses my knowledge of nutrition, but also uses your likes and dislikes. So it's it's a personal thing and you decide what you are going to eat and what you're not going to eat with my guidance. And off you go. I set you some homework and then we have session two. And session two is always my absolute favorite session of all the sessions. I totally love session two. And it always goes the same way. I always say, so tell me about your week. And people will start telling me about their week. So let me give you an example of a lady that I was chatting to yesterday. And I said, okay, so how's your week? Not bad, she said, not bad. Okay, so can you elaborate a little bit more on your week? And the homework that I had set her was to get to bed on time because after I explained to her that getting eight hours sleep is really going to help you lose weight and it's going to help you have energy and there's so many reasons. If you haven't checked out the podcast on sleep, then go and do it. But the bottom line is this, if you want to feel fit and fabulous and if you want to lose weight, 
sleeping is one of the tools that you need to use. Well, everybody should be getting seven or eight hours sleep, eight hours sleep. And it's really easy for me to say, go and do it. But a lot of people have problems actually doing that because, you know, life happens. So she told me, well, I have been trying to get to bed on time. But I haven't managed it five days in a row. And I haven't been eating after dinner. That was another piece of homework that we set. I say homework, objectives. That if you don't eat after dinner and give your body at least a 12-hour rest overnight, that's another really powerful tool that you can make. So here's what she said. Well, I've not been eating after dinner and I haven't always been able to get to bed. I've not done that five times in a row. And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop a minute, stop a minute. This goes the same. Every single person that I speak to, the same thing happens. They say, hmm, not bad. I've made these changes, but you know what? I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And I could have done this better. And every single time I say, stop, stop. Tell me all the amazing things that you have done this week. Let's have a think about this. Two weeks ago, before you were talking to me, seven nights in a row, you weren't getting enough sleep. And in one week, you have made these amazing changes. In one week, you have gone from not snacking after dinner time. You've had two nights where you have actually gone to bed on time. Two nights out of seven. That's a big improvement on zero nights out of seven. You have reduced your sugary treats and not eating so many dates, which are also full of lots of sugar. And this is helping you feel better because you aren't having these sugary treats late at night. And she reported that she was sleeping better. And you have been doing some more walking exercises with your children and other other things that she had done. And I'm like, just wait a minute and stop. And take a moment to really let this sink in, that you have made some really amazing changes. And so we had a pause and we thought about it. And she's like, you know what? The changes I have made, I would say, are a 30% improvement on the week previous to that. 30%. That is amazing in one week. And what happens? Our brains go not bad. I haven't quite made all of these changes. And we don't look and we don't see, yes, I have made some amazing changes. Yeah, it's not perfect. But I have done some really powerful work here. And I've made some really big steps forward. Now, on a side note, when you are making changes, it doesn't go like this. It doesn't go, you improve 30%, you improve 30%, you improve 30%. So in the first week, you might improve 30%. And in the next week, you might make some improvements on that. But often what happens is you do one step forwards, half a step back, two steps forwards, three steps backwards. And the route to success is not linear, but it's about staying on that road. And that's where a coach comes in handy, because often you feel very alone on this road and having somebody by your side and helping you and supporting you can be really helpful. So back to my conversation with this client. And she said, why is that? Why do we do that? Why do I say my week is not bad instead of amazing? So I picked her up on saying, I want you to say this again. How was your week? The second time she managed uh, quite good. 
Not bad, quite good. And like, really quite good? Can you not manage better than that? Can we not go for amazing or fantastic? Like really and truly think about your life. Think about all the amazing things in your life. I know I have an amazing life. Yesterday, I went for a swim in the sea. I love swimming in the sea. I saw a moray eel. Oh, it was amazing. On one level, it's really easy just to go, oh, do you know what? I went for a swim. Like, it's not a super amazing experience in terms of, you know, I wasn't in a helicopter or a hot air balloon. It's on one level, a very mundane activity to do. But on another level, I am doing what I want to do. And I'm super lucky because I live near the Mediterranean Sea. Well, let's face it, luck has nothing to do with it. I, I have worked really hard to get myself here. So the question is this, why do we describe our lives as not bad? instead of fantastic and amazing. When, when we really think about it, we know that our lives are fantastic and amazing. And the answer is this. Our brains are wired to look for the negative. That's just the way our bodies work. We're like a machine, a computer, and that's the way our brains work. And if you think about it, it does make sense. So if you think about being a caveman or a hunter-gatherer and what you want to do in life is go out and pick berries and hunt animals. And let's say, for example, you think that there is a tiger behind the bush. That's the negative, looking for the danger. There's a tiger behind the bush. Well, what happens to you? You want to go and pick berries, but you can't pick berries. But those berries can wait because your body is perfectly capable of surviving a day without food. So you can pick berries tomorrow and walk past the bush. Now, if there is a tiger, and you go, no, there's no tiger, it's all fabulous, I'm going to be really, really positive, and you go and pick berries, and there is a tiger, and the tiger eats you, well, that's lights out, isn't it? You don't have that second opportunity to go and pick those berries. So we are wired to look for danger. We are wired to look for the negative. And We have to work, we have to retrain our brains to be more positive. And this is not easy. We have to be constantly, constantly doing it. And I thought about this this morning as I woke up. I didn't have a great night's sleep because there was this mosquito in my room. What is it about mosquitoes? If you live in an area without mosquitoes, be very grateful because mosquitoes, it's not so much they bite you. Well, that's not great, is it? But they wake you up and they sound like a helicopter. You think, oh my goodness, this tiny little insect and it buzzes right near your face and wakes you up. So I had been trying to ignore this mosquito in my bedroom all night. And then at 6.30 in the morning, I was fast asleep. I was having a dream. The dream was a strange dream. All dreams are strange, aren't they? But it was, I had this ability to write down on a pen with a pencil and be able to send an audio message. I was obviously thinking about podcasts. And it was just, that was it. I could write it down and it would turn into an audio message, except that if you smudged it, it didn't work. So I have no idea what was going on, clearly thinking about podcasts. But in a to- my brain's in a totally, totally different world. Suddenly, the door flies open and one of my sons comes in going, Mummy, I need a pen. And it's like a shock when you get woken up from that sleep and you're in a totally different area. My body was just, oh my goodness, what is going on? And although I love my life, it was a bit like, oh, I was dreaming and I was in a different place. 
And my brain is constantly, is immediately in this space of, oh my goodness, I don't want to be awake. And what is going on? And I'm cross with my son. And I'm saying to him, don't ever wake me up at 6.30 again. What are you doing? You know you're not supposed to get out of bed until quarter to seven. And it took me time to really just calm down. For half an hour, I felt like I was in a bit of shock and that that was not the way I wanted to wake up. And I had to sit there and remind myself and go, I'm in my snuggly bed and it's lovely. I'm lying down and I've got my amazing house, my amazing children, and really remind myself of all the amazing things in my life. Because at that moment, my brain is help, disaster, fear, negative things. So being aware of the way we think is a really, really good step. Another thing that I think is a really amazing way to counterbalance this is to just take a moment and really enjoy those small things in life. Because let's face it, life is about the small things. We want to do amazing, wonderful things, but life is every day. So it might be sitting having a cup of coffee and listening to a bird singing. And our busy brains have this to-do list that we're constantly thinking about. I have to do the washing. I have to think about what's for dinner. I have to do whatever job is on my job list. But stop and take a moment and just breathe in that bird singing and going, you know what? That bird singing makes me happy. I enjoy when I do that. So for me, when I'm swimming, and sometimes swimming can get a bit mundane. I do quite a lot of swimming. But when I'm wet and in the water and with my wetsuit and it might be a little bit cold and I'm thinking, this is amazing. I love this. I'm, it's now. It's happening now. and I'm super excited that it's happening now. Another thing I really love is walking my children to school. And again, it's not always peaches and cream. It's this combination of today, my son got upset because he wanted to stop and show me something. And I just said, I'm sorry, we haven't got time. You have to come now. You have to keep walking. Otherwise, you're going to be late for school. My kids would stop every two minutes if they had the opportunity. And so he got upset with me. So the walk wasn't this perfect, yes, we live in this dream world walk. There's grit and reality there. But what I love is holding his little hand and just enjoying those moments. We were looking at different numbers on the houses as we walked past. So life doesn't have to be perfect to really appreciate it and enjoy it. So what can you really enjoy in your life? Just taking those little moments and just stretching them out a little bit and going, wow, I am super lucky. And this idea, we can take a step further and think about all these things that we take for granted and really appreciate them. And this is the idea of gratitude. So, for example, I am super grateful to my washing machine. I often walk past in town one of those old pools where people used to have to go and do their washing. You know, it's just a big pool of water and it's quite pretty, but it's where people in the town used to do their washing. Now, can you imagine having to bundle all your washing? And I presume, I don't know whether they did it on a daily basis or a weekly basis. If it was a weekly basis, I wouldn't be washing everything every single day. So things would be not so clean. And you would have to lug all your washing there, a big, heavy bundle, and then wash it in the cold water, which I guess in the summer would be pleasant, but in the winter, not so pleasant. And then dry it out. I guess did they dry it there or did they have to take it home wet and heavy and dry it somewhere else? I don't know. I have no idea what it felt like to be one of these women. And I presume it was the women who were doing this washing. 
Now I just chuck everything in my washing machine. And you know what? Today, my six-year-old did it. He's super excited about being able to put the washing machine on by himself. And in the last two days, he's been super excited that he's just gone and done it. On a side note, we're having to work on brushing his teeth. I have to keep reminding him that brushing his teeth is more important than putting the washing on. As much as I love him putting the washing on, (laughs) I also want him to brush his teeth. But I am really grateful to my washing machine. And gratitude is a really useful tool to remind ourselves what we do have and to help us shift our focus on all these problems. Because the problems need solving, yeah? So your brain is working to solve that problem. And we just don't see all the amazing things we have. One super useful thing is to journal. But you have to do it in such a way that it's not just wrote, I'm grateful for my husband, I'm grateful for my kids, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my house, I'm grateful for all of these things. You want to really feel that emotion. One useful thing is to be grateful for a specific thing. I'm grateful to my husband for when I am feeling stressed and tired with the children and I don't have the energy to cope with whatever big emotions there are, he can come and step in. Now, I say that because he's away this week. And one of the things I've really noticed is I feel a little bit more stressed this week because I'm doing it on my own. And I'm having to deal with all of these big things that are coming up. And being there for your children is hard work. We have these things called mirror neurons. And when they start shouting, we feel stress and I feel it in my shoulders. And as much work as I do to try and get rid of it, so swimming and yoga and all of these things... I'm aware that there's more of it this week. And I know that it's because my husband isn't here and he isn't taking on some of that work when he when he's capable of doing it. So really being grateful for specific things. So here is my message for you today. Think about all the amazing things you have in your life. And when you do a goal and you want to make changes... Really acknowledge the changes that you are making. Look at the successes and celebrate those successes. And that doesn't mean don't solve the other problems. It means take a moment to pat yourself on the back and go, yes, I did that. I took a step forwards and I can take another step forwards and another step forwards. And I can do this. I can reach my goals. You can do it, my friends. You can lose weight. You can have a healthy, amazing diet and life. You can feel fit and fabulous. Okay, my friends. Goodbye. Have a lovely week. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Fit and Fabulous. Remember to sign up for the free handout, Three Easy Steps to Weight Loss for Busy Mums. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd be super grateful if you could help me grow my podcast by telling a friend about it. Have a lovely day and see you next week. Bye-bye.